Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the True Achievements podcast. Rich is still away on his holidays, back next week. This week though, we have Jack as always. Hello. We have returning again, Will. What's up everybody? Staying awake all night after work and dedicated to the podcast, we have Ash, uh, that by Treasy again. Hello. Welcome, thank you for getting up early and staying up late just to talk about what you've been doing all week. <laughs> This week we've sort of like sorted out the issues we had with ID. We managed to get back in touch. So from this week and onwards, we should be back to regular streams again daily. Uh, Jack, you've had a pretty fun-filled week. Yeah, pretty busy week with the stream. So back to uh, normal with the schedule. So a full week. Last Friday we did a double one. We got Micro Machines World Series on Thursday, but we didn't have a chance to play it then. So we pushed back to Friday. We did uh, Broken Age first for an hour. Um, Broken Age, it was pretty interesting. It was a point-and-click title by Double Fine. The premise of the game is you you live in a village that's kind of confectionery-related, and there's some kind of big monster, and a couple of people from the village get picked to be a, almost sacrificed for this monster. Um, but you manage to escape. And it's your kind of quest to try and take down the monster, so you're rising up against everybody in these towns looks at it as being a um, like a, a good thing. They all kind of worship it almost. Um, but you want to change the change the thoughts of the people. Um, so it's quite interesting. Standard point and click mechanics. You had your cursor on the screen and you were using that to click on the floor. That would move your character. You could then go and pick objects up. You had to obviously pick an object up, combine it with other stuff, and either give it to people or use it with people use it with other things to interact and progress. Um, some quite tricky puzzles in some areas, but very nice art style. Looked really... It was kind of almost realistic cartoony. Okay. So, it was cool, though. Were you, uh, were you loving it as much as uh, Will was saying he enjoyed it? Yeah, I think um, it's, it's definitely one that I'd potentially want to go back to in the future and play just to see how it does play out in the end. Um, it, it was good though. I can see why he liked it. Definitely. Yeah, stream it again, and then I'll comment, and then I'll get shut out by the <laughs> audience, and yeah, we'll be all good. Yeah. <laughs> Will was giving me pointers in the uh, in the chat. Everybody Dude, was I telling him to be quiet. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty amusing. I um nearly started it for uh, my bean dive, but then I saw it was like ten hour completion or something. I thought ten hour oh, completion. You can't do yeah. that. You're a so six-hour man. I can, there's only so long I can play a point and click far to that. I can't do ten hours. Um, but on Friday as well, you did micro machines. I think it's pretty fair to say that reviews have been quite underwhelming for it. Yeah, I, I think um, it's good, but it's pretty much just an arcade game at this point. It's there's no. Kind of uh, like I remember the old school ones. It used to not just be, or if I'm remembering the right game anyway, it wasn't just races. You kind of had a progression and a little bit of a career mode and stuff like that. This was just pure races. You picked a track and you could either play against AI um, or play online, and that was pretty much it. There were a couple of different modes. You had your standard racing. You had uh, a, a mode where you had weapons that you could shoot the other cars with. You had to destroy all the cars, kind of like a King of the Hill mode, an elimination mode. So loads of different modes, but 
it just didn't seem to offer too much. It was just the same thing over and over again, which sounds stupid because it's a racing game. So you're just racing around tracks over and over again. But didn't really seem to offer too much. There weren't many vehicles either. I was surprised. Yeah, I heard only 12 of those bad boys. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were good vehicles. They looked amazing. But 12 of them seems a little bit lackluster. I don't know if they're planning on bringing more in the future with either DLC or updates. Each of the vehicles did have different abilities though, so you could be a little bit strategic in which one you were picking for what event. You played uh, against somebody so like online, didn't you? But the, the matchmaking seemed a little bit yeah, the match and slow. Well, it was a little bit wonky and slow. It was, it took a little while to get into matches. Sometimes uh, there was one point where I finished a match, and I just got stuck on a loading screen. I ended up having to restart the game. The online is good in the respect that if you can't fill a lobby, it doesn't make you wait for people. It just fills the rest of the places with bots. But I think a lot of the time it was only maybe me and two other people maximum in the game and the rest of the people were AI okay. uh, we played it for an hour though we got three achievements 45 gamer score so not too bad Mate, so I'll link, I might as well uh, when we do the podcast notes I'll link to our review that uh, Mark not Penny's boat did he gave it a two and a half out of five I think that's fair but it makes me wonder if you know like because I know Rich was pretty excited for this one because like the older Micro Machines games were some of his favourites I played them a little bit years ago but I wasn't like a huge massive fan of them but I was quite looking forward to you know getting to try it again like updated and it makes me wonder if it's just kind of like a nostalgia thing and maybe the older games with this yeah rose tinted glasses bare bones and basic or if they've just kind of done like a really weird kind of money grab for it but it's strange because it's Codemasters Codemasters are well, generally it's pretty solid, aren't they? Codemasters, so. they did it. They actually released it on the PC ages ago, and this is actually another company that's ported it to the Xbox. Right. It was a company called Just Add Water. So I don't think Codemasters have had any involvement in the Xbox version, bar allowing the other people to port it. Mm. Which, yeah, I didn't know that until a couple of days ago. But Moving on to Monday, you played uh, a recently released ID game called Outbreak. Mm. Yeah, this was a game developed by a single developer, which it made a big thing of shouting from the mountains on the, the splash screen, uh, which was a bit weird. But this was basically a carbon copy of a game called Vaccine, which is one we played <laughs> last year. Um, except rather than being... Well, it, it had tank controls, and so Vaccine was kind of like the original Resident Evil uh, where you had a viewport in a room, but this was just top-down instead. So it's top-down vaccine. Um, Sounds amazing. There was a bit of a story mode to it, so there was like an infection or an outbreak happening, and you had to go through... Um, I think the first level was a hospital, and you like doors were locked, so you had to go and find a key, the right key for the door, go and unlock the door, and then eventually make it through to the evac point with all the people. And then you'd evac, and that would be the end of the level. Uh, difficulty was overly difficult. I was playing on the easiest difficulty possible, and just kept dying over and over again. Uh, no checkpoints in it, so as soon as you died, you went straight back to the start of the level. All the levels didn't change each time, which felt a bit weird as well. 
So with a kind of top-down game like that, you'd almost expect either keys to be in different places or even like the items to move at least, especially when you've got to try and find something to unlock a door. But with that not moving, I was just kind of beelining for that straight at the start. And once I figured out the level, it was just running through and trying to avoid all the enemies to to get to the end. It, not really my cup of tea, though. And some very grindy achievements. As one, I think, for finishing was it a hundred scenarios, or something, so, uh, something similar. And one scenario to finish is pretty difficult. The tutorial, though, that did seem to pop achievements for finishing the scenarios. So it's worth noting that you could probably play that on the hardest difficulty to get that achievement mopped up. But uh, in an hour, we got eight achievements for one hundred and ten gamer score. So not one you'd necessarily recommend no i think i I had bad memories from vaccine and this reminded me of it a little bit too much (laughs) might like that will do a preview on that one oh (laughs) no sounds like it's kind of game (laughs) Uh, next up we played a game that looked like um what you'd see if you were a bomb defusal expert on magic mushrooms uh, called Bomb Rush. Please tell me that's not the description. (laughs) That's what it looked like. It looks more like a game you'd see in like a Japanese arcade. It looked like Dance Dance Revolution, just (laughs) (laughs) except with less dancing and more diffusing. (laughs) Uh, So this one, uh, the whole game, there was an arcade mode, there was a challenge mode, cult mode versus mode. But you could only play the arcade mode initially. Um, you start the game, it puts you onto a screen and there's a bomb at the centre of the screen. You have five seconds to defuse it. And you have to defuse it by using the directions on the D-pad and occasionally the A button. And you have arrows that point in the direction you've got to push. And it gets harder and harder as you play. Um, so a lot of difficulty uh, to start with it's just basic uh, the arrows actually point in the direction you need to press and then eventually you start getting red arrows which are backwards so the red arrow will be pointing right and you've got to push left instead so you've got to flip your whole way of thinking if you have a red arrow um, but they're, they're mixed into the sequence with the white arrows so you have like two red ones pointing right which you've actually got to push left and then a left one that's white that you've got to push left properly on it was pretty tricky though. It was very repetitive, which I suppose is the nature of a game, but it felt a bit weird. You were thrown into the game and you only had the arcade mode and you had to play that for about half an hour before you earned enough money to unlock any of the other modes. And the challenge mode was ultimately more interesting. And so the challenge mode, you had to get like defuse 10 bombs or whatever, and it, it wasn't just an infinite mode which was nice for some objective to it, and you earned point, uh, more points from playing that. And also the money. So you earned money as you were playing. And this was totally totally randomised. So you didn't earn more money the more bombs you defused. You didn't earn less money the less bombs you defused or whatever. It, you could fail on the first wave, and sometimes you'd get 40 coins. Sometimes you'd get 2 coins. Which made not a lot of sense, but... Um, it was an interesting game though. Uh, there's an achievement you can get right off the bat if you are looking to play it, a reset data achievement. You can do that from the options menu straight away. Another thing, just like Outbreak, there's no, seemingly no randomization in it. Same button pushes every time, so you could just write down a list of all the buttons you've got to push and kind of account for all the red arrows 
manually. <laughs> it just looked. <laughs> <laughs> the stream was just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, for the We're price. Kind of amused ourselves well. for this one. The price was um, was it fourteen or fifteen bucks or something? Fifteen yeah, quid. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, which seemed very pricey for what is effectively like a casual. It, it looked like a free to play phone game to yeah. me. Well, I think like it's been ported over from. You'd kind of buy if you wanted to. You could pay real money to unlock challenge mode and stuff like that. Yeah, so. it seemed. It seemed like you should get to a point where you fail to defuse a bomb, and then it comes up and asks you if you want to pay ninety nine pence to continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move swiftly on from that one. It wasn't great. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wednesday was Poi. Poi. Yeah, this was a little action adventure platformer, which was pretty interesting. It was very Mario sixty four esque. Uh, you played a little character that was an explorer you get put into a world and you had to find explorer medals as soon as you found a medal it boot you out of the world and then you could start the world again with the focus of getting a different medal and that'd open up different bits of the levels you could go to different areas that you hadn't been to before and try and almost complete mini quests um and the more explorer medals you unlocked you'd unlock or the more you yeah, have more explorer medals you'd unlock you'd unlock more levels in um that you could go to and kind of traverse to on an airship with some old guy that invited you onto the ship that you'd never met before um, which was a bit creepy but uh, it, was, it was pretty cool though i liked the jumping mechanics in it definitely so you had a single jump um if you jump just as you hit the floor you'd then jump up to double height and then you could do triple jump as well uh, you could jump off walls which made for some very interesting glitches in a way so I was getting to areas of a map I shouldn't have been able to get to quite easily and uh, just bypassing entire sections, uh, which was pretty uh, pretty fun. Um, it was good, though. Enjoyed it. Got six achievements for 100 gamer score in about an hour. Okay. And then moving on to yesterday's look like uh, another anime-themed bowling game. It was... Different, yeah, yeah. Was, Rich was, wants to know if he should play this, so high yeah, expectations so, for him. <laughs> I think he saw the the picture on the um, story, and that's what kind of made him interested. There's uh, a because it with it being anime anime style thing. There's some um, the picture that we had on site. We only had one picture, and it was of a a girl bowling with quite large bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> so eloquently put. <laughs> Yeah, this was uh, it was a little bit of a weird mix of styles, I suppose. But, um, it was interesting. Initially, I looked at it, and uh, Rich did the same as well. We both questioned, "Is this Connect?" Straight it away, did look that way. Did look like a Connect game, but it was all controller based, and it is literally bowling. So you start off on a bowling lane. You can choose the angle of uh, angle of a dangle. Uh, no, the, uh, <laughs> Wow! <laughs> you can choose the angle of the ball, and uh, then you push the A button. If you've got a little power meter, then you've got a time you push on that um, to kind of get as much power as possible, and you then bowl the ball. Um, 
It was, it was pretty good, though. Uh, simple. You could use the, the left and right to put spin on it as well, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So you had left and right to put spin on it. I never really mastered that. But for me, it just seemed to work bowling straight down the middle constantly. Um, managed to rattle off quite a lot of achievements. So in our first game, um, first couple of bowls were terrible. I was just going into the gutter while I was getting used to kind of mechanics and stuff. And then we pulled out five strikes in a row and got the uh, the turkey achievement. Gobble, um, gobble. Yep. Um, then we eventually... Uh, I think the cha- there's already a challenge mode unlocked, so there are a couple of different modes. There's a classic mode, an exhibition mode, um, and a challenge mode. The challenge mode was really cool because you know, you'd have different objectives to do. It'd either be time-based or... Um, trying to get strikes, trying to get spares, stuff like that. Uh, occasionally you'd get one with objects on the lane itself, so you had to put spin on it to try and avoid those objects. And that added a really kind of different fun aspect to it. Something that um, I suppose is similar in a way to Super Bomb Rush in that challenge mode, but the challenge mode was unlocked from the start, which was good. Uh, you unlocked different items as you played through, so you could customise your character with different bits of clothing. You had like glasses, hats, gloves, trousers, uh, different bowling balls, and each of those had different stats attached to it. So you had like power, control, and like size and spin or whatever. There were so many um, sexual jokes I could have made between each one that you did, <laughs> but I let it rock. <laughs> You know, I just had a look at the game page and it looks like it would be a really quick and easy completion apart from uh, two or maybe one achievement. It's about unlocking all of the... Yeah, you've got to unlock everything, every ball, character and costume. But the game reminded me of, do you remember, like, was it Grand Theft Auto 4? You could go to the bowling alley. Uh It looked like they'd made a game out of that and then skinned it in anime characters. Do you remember Tech and Tag Tournament 2? Yeah. That had a bowling mode in it. There was a bit as well in the game where I don't know what you'd done. It was like you'd built up some special mm-hmm. skill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that random special bar. And I pushed for Y button. And then suddenly I got a quick time event. I had to push a ton of buttons. And then my character started doing backflips. And <laughs> it didn't affect did, the game at no, all, did it? It didn't bowl the ball or anything. He just did a load of backflips and just stood there. I have a lot of questions. I should have watched this stream. I, I don't know if, if that kind of gave me more power or affected the next shot or something. Um, I hope it did. But, it, yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, <laughs> but, um, the one thing that was great about this, though, that I, a lot of kind of recent bowling and golf games, not that there have been many bowling games, but um, they all have that mechanic where you've got to pull back on the stick and then use the, like, push the stick forward to yeah. get your aim and stuff. And I've always found that really tedious because you always mess up your aim while you're, like, swinging through or whatever. And this was purely on analog buttons, so that's that's good. I think it probably a, a pretty easy completion, just a bit grindy. What's the time estimates here? 15 to 20 hours, so... You can see that getting quite repetitive, though, after a few hours. Yeah, we got uh, eight achievements in that one for 450 gamer score in an hour. Mm. So, not bad. Uh, today we are streaming Ghost of a Tale, which I think is a tale about a ghost. 
Uh, we'll talk about that one in a minute. Will <laughs> Will's played that one, so we'll go oh, through that in a minute. Okay, nice. Okay, so let's go through what we've been playing. We'll talk about the one we all played together, like at the end. Uh, let's start with Treasy this week because uh, he's normally last. Well, my list is pretty much the same as uh, the last time I was on. Besides um, the games that I did for the Bean Dive, so I may okay. as well start with them first. Um, but they were only short experiences each. So we had uh, Shank 2 from the Xbox Live Arcade. That was a quick... I remember quick... that getting quite a bit of love when it came out, I think. People were like, the first one was supposed to be quite good. I remember people being excited when Shank 2 came out. It was a little platform, wasn't it? it was, it yeah, was platforming, of... beat them up. Yeah, okay. Nice. But I mean, it, it seemed alright. I got the first team pretty quick, so I knocked it off after that, but it was like fast-paced. The, there was like different characters you could choose, different weapons. I only started out with like, I think, knives and uh-huh. grenades or something like that, but it, it definitely looked interesting from what I did play of it. Okay. Did um, it feel kind of Metal Slug-esque or, in a way? Uh, to a degree, or minus the shooting. Minus, okay. Then I also started Saints Row 4 for the 360. I, was, I, was a bit, I mean, I, don't, I was a bit mixed about that one. It was okay. I don't know if, if any of you guys have played it. but the, I, yeah, yeah, I've reviewed for... The first mission, I didn't really know what was going on, but I was like constantly in a kind of crouching position with the cursor on the screen. I, I can't remember. Is the first mission where you're running through like the White House? Yeah, I think so. No, I think before that it might be like a like a prelude to that maybe. Oh, well, oh is it where they're asking? I can't remember. They were, I remember there was a bit where they're asking you questions and you're like, do you want to do you want to like cure cancer or world hunger and stuff like that? Something, but that might have been the White House as well. Um, if you did, you play Saints Row Three? Yes. It, it's very similar to that, but with superpowers. It's, it's hard to explain. <laughs> but it's it, it's, a, it's good. Is it? Worth worth playing is as good as Saints Row Three or no, no um, in my opinion. It's not as good like Saints Row Three felt like the perfect kind of place for that series. Mm-hmm. It was still kind of It's almost cartoony, wasn't it, in a way? Yeah, but it was it was still kind of normal. You know, you couldn't fly, you couldn't do crazy, you couldn't uh-huh. you just like It wasn't you, it, it, like it was like Grand Theft Auto but but really fun. Yeah. Like you were still yeah. exploring the world, you were still playing it like a normal open world game whereas in 4 the whole point of it is you're building up your superpowers of fighting these aliens and stuff so like towards the end you're doing like triple dashes through the air flying and jumping super high and stuff so it felt 4 felt more like playing like prototype if you played that Yeah, de- like, I was definitely scratching my head thinking, like, why- I couldn't even remember why they'd gone in this kind of direction, because I couldn't remember what the third one was like, but I'll be interested to see how how it goes, but a bit mixed feelings, it felt a bit chunky, a bit slow moving, like it hadn't dated very well, to be honest, but we'll see what we'll see how that one plays out anyway. Um, Did you not have any uh, thoughts about starting, was it Gat Out of Hell, because that released at a similar time, didn't it? I think that is that not the an Xbox One version though. Oh, uh, there's definitely an Xbox One because I reviewed it, but I think there's a 360. Yeah, I think it was like a DLC for the 360. I know they. um, The reason I mentioned that is because they sold one of them in a double pack at least, so you got one with the other. But 
I think, yeah, I think that was Xbox One. I'm not sure. But if there is DLC for it, I'll definitely get it done. You know what I'm like with my completion. There is DLC. Um, oh, there's a couple of packs that are just equally as weird. They were, you'll enjoy one of them. What is that? One of them, you got you go to like a Winter Wonderland. I'm sure that is that three or four. I can't remember. These what? No, it's, de- it's definitely four. You go to a Winter Wonderland, and the, I just remember this one bit where there's like a big candy cane blocking a doorway, and you have to <laughs> break through the doorway. And one of the achievements is to keep licking it until it goes completely, and it takes about five minutes. Uh, how the Saints save Christmas? That's it. You just keep pressing A to lick this candy cane, and it takes like five, ten minutes. And then it, the achievements is something like, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look forward to checking that one out. Um, after that was South Park, The Stick of Truth, the 360 version again. Nice. Oh, I love that game. Have you uh, played yeah, that? Yeah, I was um, really impressed with that. Have you played it before at all? Or no, that was my first time diving into okay. it. Nice. And a fan of a TV series? Oh yeah, back in there, that was that was legendary back in the day. Um, it took just, about two two some hours to get the first achievement from it. Yeah, it, you follow a guide, man. I'm telling you for sure because I wasn't following it and I got nearly every achievement beside one, and I was playing the exact same version. It was so flipping frustrated. Well, missable. I had to go back through the entire. It's thing like again. I think it's one of the collectibles or something like that because you know you get like the they have the dumb stuff like the chimp Pokemon, which I don't know yeah. if you're familiar, but the play on pokemon so i think it was yeah, that yeah. and maybe collecting some armor or something i was like everything else i was fortunate enough to get surprisingly but one or two achievements and then basically you have to restart the game or make a lot of save points in order to get it yeah you're gonna want to follow a guide thanks for adds up on that one <laughs> um no, but I, I liked what i played I'd, I'd completely forgot that it was like turn-based rpg yeah. style but that was pretty cool. I, I don't mind that kind of game, so that was good. And obviously, it was uh, pretty hilarious. But I had to step up my game with that one because the kids walk up, so I couldn't exactly sit there. <laughs> you gotta be careful, man. There's some uh, scenes. Yeah, the, the humor's pretty brutal. Opening people's houses and people are sat there naked, like you mm-hmm. know, doing whatever they're doing in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah. There's a section halfway through that involves a uh, tiny character in a bedroom. Um, that's all I'm gonna say, but it's pretty. You're hilarious. dodging stuff you would never want to jo- dodge. Like, well, you would want to dodge, but Jesus, you wouldn't expect it. <laughs> um, and then the, the last one I've been dived was Warframe, um, the the free to play third person shooter. Uh, okay. I was really impressed with this one actually, um, from what I played of it. Uh, just got just bagged the one achievement for 20g, but um, the the potential there was like huge. I can see why it's been like supported for as long as it has with like customization options, weapons, skins, characters, tons of missions, all that jazz. And it was like really fast paced. Um, yeah, I, what was I using? I think I was using like a revolver and a, a bow and arrow with my character, and I could jump through the air and kind of do a max pain slow motion dive with my bow and arrow on enemies and stuff. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really impressed. That's why I was trying to get you guys on it as well. But... No chance. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, feel it. A long old completion for you. This is a game that keeps on giving. They keep releasing DLC packs for it, don't they? Yeah. 
But I mean, apparently it's not difficult. Just just grindy. But um, it definitely gave me a, a massive PC vibe because once I got past the like what seemed to be the tutorial mission, it came up with like different rooms you could join or something like that, and like a little chat window at the bottom left corner. Okay. So it'd be interesting to get stuck into that. And then uh, besides that, Does it's it have just any been... um, crossplay with the PC version, or is it entirely Xbox this one? That's a good question. Actually, I'm not entirely sure on that one. Okay. I imagine it'd just be Xbox then. But that'd be cool, though, teaming up with some PC guys. You just yeah. clean through missions so easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, looking forward to getting into that one. And then besides that, it's just been uh, continuing with Hitman. I'm on the last DLC for that, the bonus episode DLC. Uh, more of The Surge, which has been going slowly but surely. Watch a stream. Get drunk. <laughs> Take the shots every time I die. <laughs> oh man, you'd be crawling in ten minutes. <laughs> um, and then just a bit more of uh, ACA Neo Geo Metal Slug Two. I've got one more achievement left in that in case I need it to uh, keep my achievement streak alive. Okay, so that's just on the back burner. That's one that you know you can definitely do. It's not too difficult or anything. It's just very handy for while I'm. Yeah trying to smash this Peggle DLC which is I've really had more than enough of now (laughs) so you finish your bean dive with what four games yeah whopping four games Uh, I think it was a 1.77% drop huge for me that's quite a lot for four games yeah yeah because I noticed people dropping more and not even hitting like 0.50 which is weird but yeah and that's it for me okay well have you been bean diving? Not really. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I really should. And I'm, I have, I'm going to start playing some more. It's totally my fault. I think it's just because with July hitting, you already know that Shadow of Mortar has been the focus for playlists. So that's where I've been primarily focused. And I think it shows because I've unlocked, what, 22 achievements, like 405 gamer score. I'm trying to catch up because honestly, I start seeing everyone on my friends list and I compare and I'm like, Jesus Christ, these guys already damn near done with the whole list aside from kevin because kevin's living his life but yeah uh that's what i've been primarily focused on sorry about that but i will play more uh how how are you finding it are you finding the comparisons with batman i feel the it's like a crossbreed of uh assassin's creed and batman and maybe maybe not to the t with the assassin's creed but just in terms of like I, I feel it when you have to like forge the towers and just some of the collectibles. I get totally get vibes of it, uh, you know. But I'm getting a little bit too much because I, I don't think it's the first weeks, so I can't say really much. But there's parts where I'm getting annoyed, and that's because I guess the nemesis system. I'm not complaining at it, but it kind of keeps me like sidetracked from the main goals and the main missions. So I'm like trying to eradicate every single auric and your whatever the hell those things are. And it's not working because I'll, I'll come across somebody who has like poison something and I'll just die. It's like, ah, uh, and then they increase. It's 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 a bit of a headache. But I've I've learned that if I before I die, I, I'll just quit out the game. And that way I don't have to take any type of losses. So I I really can't complain. <laughs> uh, what else? Did I have? Overcooked. I, I don't even remember playing that. Uh, <laughs> three achievements for 170 game score. That's. Just be playing and still yelling at my girlfriend the whole time because I'm like, please pick up the freaking burger or <laughs> learn that B is to dash. 
And then she's like jumping off of cars and stuff like that. It's like, oh my god. Whatever. We're, we're moving forward with that one. Marvel vs. Capcom, the ultimate version. I didn't end up getting this one. Game shared, and it just popped up one day, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. I can't, I, this is, and this is funny, because Jack mentioned he was asking if I was a fighting, like, am I a fighter or whatever game who likes fighting games, and I really am not, but every time I come on the podcast, there's always a ton of games that are fighting related that I'm playing, <laughs> and uh, it makes me start to wonder, am I really a fighter? Like, I, I'm playing this extremely, and I, I shouldn't be, but this is the same original port from the 360. So it's all the DLC characters that was bundled into one. And if you're a nerd like me, you can appreciate the combination. For So three achievements, 40 game score. It's not much of a story. You just kind of play. And I know everybody's been waiting for it since last week. Marvel Heroes Omega. <laughs> this is no kind of their answer to um, DC Universe, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what's funny? I didn't like DC Universe. I originally played it on the PC and I, I played it on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it. It didn't sit well with me. Maybe because it feels, it felt like dated. Like if I look at it now, and I, I'm pretty sure I haven't touched it, so I can't say. But it, it it didn't feel proper. And for some reason, when I played Marvel Heroes Omega, it just it felt right. It felt like something I could appreciate in terms of story, in terms of other people, uh, like characters and whatnot. It just felt like an integrated comic book and. For me, the biggest weeb in the world, I really, really dived into it. Granted, I didn't play as much as I can because it gets a little spammy. And like I think with the two achievements I got, that, that had to have been an hour. So I'm definitely going to finish it and definitely, well, at least attempt to because I'm pretty sure it's just a grind. You keep on going and going. But I'm, I'm loving what I got so far. And I, for those who've seen the first impression, I've done Ghost of a Tale. Interesting game. One of those Indiegogo supporting ones that came to game preview. And, you know, I'm not going to say it's particularly bad. I'm not going to say it's particularly amazing. It's in that in-between sweet spot for me, but I've only gotten so far with the game. So, so far, I can't fully complain. But I'm interested to see where the rest will lead me. And that's it. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, so I'll just do a quick run through because I've been main. I did ten di- ten games for my bean dive, which is like the most I've ever done. Because I, I, oh, I don't really like destroying my completion percentages. I, I look at the people doing like a hundred. I'm just like, oh no, why? <laughs> uh, so I did ten. I did uh, late shift. Uh, that's when we streamed. It's like a. It's like watching a film, basically, with uh, sort of like. Um, it's like almost telltale, telltale style, yeah, yeah, options and things. That I, I, I know, I know what it's about because I've seen the stream. But I only played like the first achievement was like about two minutes into the game, if that. So I really not checked it out to give any opinions. Uh, Farming Simulator Seventeen hype uh, started that one again. There's just one you can do really quickly, so I did that and then left it there. So I've still not got into that yet. Uh, City Skylines, that was another one I was looking forward to playing, but again, there, there was a really easy achievement. I just got straight away and then kind of backed out. Um, and then this morning, I finished Bean Dive off with uh, Grim Legends 2, Song of the Darks 1, that's an Artifact Monday one. Nightmares from the Dirt, from the Deep, The Cursed Heart, another Artifact Monday. Lost Grim, Grimoires, Artifact Monday. And Nightmares from the Deep 2, Artifact Monday. Just, that, like Again, five seconds into the game, really, but point and click 
don't know what to expect with him. Did you not um, bother with the Dark Swan 2 game? No, I just I just did whatever was on my console at the time. Like, I don't even know. Oh, Dark Swan 2. Yeah, that's the Grim Legends 2. Oh, Grim Legends 2. Oh, okay, sorry. It's Grim Legends 2, Dark Swan. Sorry, I was thinking it was Dark Swan 2. And I was thinking you'd only start with the first and not the sequel. <laughs> so I kind of go through them slowly, I think. There's only so much point and click yeah. in that style that I can take. Did Riptide GP Renegade. Uh, I played the first one and finished that, got the thousand. So I, I'm pretty certain I can probably do the same. They, they, all right, games is little races, but they take a bit of grinding. You got to kind of earn money and unlock yeah, more abilities and tricks. Yeah, and yeah. So I'll, I'll go at that one slowly. Uh, Refunct, which I have, uh, looks like I can complete pretty simply if I memorise that mm-hmm. thing you've got to do in four minutes. It's just basically these points on the map that pop up and it, you kind of jump from area to area and, and like once you go to this checkpoint you move on to the next one yeah just work your way between beacons isn't it yeah it looks quite easy some collectibles but the, the map's pretty small and it's it looks like kind of minecraft terrain and it? it's like blocky kind of different heights and things that you just jump around so it don't look too bad uh did air guitar warrior the gamepad edition did that last week, got one achievement, and when, when I finished my dive, that's the one that I kind of jumped on first, and like halfway through it already, after about an hour, it's really simple on the gamepad. I can imagine it gets quite tricky doing the Kinect version, but not touching that one at all. <laughs> um, the mate, other thing I really played is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, did episode two this week. Woo! Not really feeling it at all. Like that's probably the, out of all all the Telltale games I've played. This is kind of feeling like the worst. Like I just, I, I don't know the characters and things, and these, I don't think the backstory's been explained. Have you watched, watched the film at all? Or no? Okay, it'd probably help if you'd watched the films, would it not? Have you played but the like Minecraft a, version, like that Telltale Minecraft. thing? Yeah, yeah. Everyone usually that's the universally hated one. So it's it's weird that, that, you that just seemed that, that like that one at least the, I mean the, the story was okay in that at least like you kind of understood what was going on this had just quite clueless and it just seems to be like the the second episode took an hour and it felt like it was dragging on. Oh, that's why you probably it's because you're not into the comic thing. That's why I'm really jacking that yeah. because you, same thing. Yeah, with it's, like, it's like um, the other some of the other ones you've done like uh, well, I can't, the Wolf Among Us and stuff. Like I'd, I never read the comics previously, but it was interesting. Well, that one, really yeah, that one's stronger. I won't lie, but I, I can see where it's unappealing to those who are unfamiliar with the content. You know, it just seems to uh, drag on a bit. I, I mean, I'll play the rest of the series, see if it goes somewhere, but it just seems to be kind of ambling around at the minute without much going on. Okay, and then that's really it for what I played. Apart from, let's talk about what we all played this week. We um, all ganged up. So, Treasy kind of forced us all <laughs> to... So, all, let's be clear before we start. All four of us already owned the game, Payday 2. Treasy found a bundle on sale last week that was for Payday 2 with... All Ooh. in inverted commas. <laughs> Quote unquote all. <laughs> all all the DLC for I think it was thirteen pounds. Thirteen if twenty. You were gold. Yeah, it was like sixteen if you were like a silver, thirteen yeah. if you were gold. Uh, so we all bought it because Treasy wanted to go and play it again. So that means we bought the game again, <laughs> and then it's not even all the DLC. So we've still got to buy some of the DLC that have got achievements attached to it. Uh, but we played for what, maybe two, three hours this week. Yeah, 
did an early morning uh, session. We did, we kind of concentrated the DLCs like it from what it, I can gather from the one we played. It seems like it's just like one heist that you do. So we went in, we ran through it. At the, what did it take? Probably about half an hour, but that's with us kind of remembering how to do everything. Like, yeah. what is it to throw grenades? Then we're all pressing buttons and throwing grenades <laughs> at the door in front of us by accident and things. Uh, but yeah, we got through it. Then we went back, and annoyingly, there was one for doing the heist without killing anybody. Yeah, that's right. But the guide said just go loud, so you just kind of have to run and avoid people instead of like try to stealth it. So we all went loud and then spent another half an hour running around, trying to avoid dying, and then the achievement didn't pop. We did do it was, because the start screen at the end said that nobody had killed enemies. It gave Tracy yeah, you the highest enemy screen, kill, yeah. and it had zero enemies. So. Yeah, so the only thing I can think of is maybe, do you know, there's, there's, a, there's a part of that heist where you have to plant C4 and blow up a door, and maybe if one of the enemies was nearby and got killed off like the, the blast. Yeah, that could have happened. If that That's could good have something like that, because we definitely, we were all running, it was quite annoying, because we were on like the easiest difficulty, but you're still getting swamped with people trying to kill you, so you got to kind of run around, and there's one section where you kind of held up for quite a while, where <laughs> we're just running in circles trying to stay alive, which was, a, so it's annoying, we've got to do it again. And then, uh, unfortunately, Will's internet died, RIP. Don't make fun of my internet service provider, Surprise, <laughs> I'm still here right now. <laughs> so, so Will backed out. He went. So there was the three of us. We there was a, a, the same heist again. Don't forget to have a random. It. it was a random. Yeah. Well, you could you could put the. We went through it again. It was late on. We were getting tired. But the last, yeah, same heist again, but on like a harder difficulty. And there's like a shortcut at the end of the heist where you can um, use a zip called? line to attach. Yeah, bags. zip line. You can tie the bags to a zip line, and it kind of goes up the stairs, saves you a bit of time. Uh, there was an achievement for doing it without using that zip line. So we went through a random joined us. We failed the first time. Second time we got all the way through. And then he started using the zip line. We started walking towards it. <laughs> yeah. Basically so, in the area. So we'd gone through it and it, it's quite hard. Like you jump the harder difficulty and it, and it increases everything. Like there seemed to be more enemies. They were stronger with like more armor. Well, on. We had to get more bags out as well. We had to. Put yeah, you have to get more yeah. bags out. Of the we were having to cut you holes in the ceiling to get money at one point, and rather than three of those, we had to do was it nine of them. Yeah, yeah, and you had to, you had to get more C four. Like the first time, I think it was three C four. No, two C four. You had to find like in these random rooms, could be anywhere. On the harder difficulty, it was five. So it's it's a bit more involved. And then he, this guy went to go and use the zip line, so Treasy just kicked him from the game. <laughs> really sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> we got that achievement. But yeah, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest it wasn't that bad an experience it was quite enjoyable playing like with people you know and having a chat it's not yeah. an amazing game it works okay <laughs> i feel like you're being very nice but in the party chat you weren't very nice so it was just a, like because we, we just downloaded all these dlc and got the updates and things you the, like part of the game is you've got to spec your characters and you earn points and you're kind of following trees to do different things and then going back in again it reset everybody's yeah. So you had to set all them back up again and stuff, so it was a bit annoying. Just, yeah, just... A, lot, a lot of the stuff takes a lot of getting used to. It's very overwhelming for newcomers or like rusty players. Like yeah, and we keep getting into it for a night and then disappearing <laughs> off it again for a, a few months. Two months, yeah. <laughs> 
hopefully, if um, if we can keep we can keep arranging it and doing like a, maybe a couple of week or something like that. Although Jack's going on holiday now, so yeah, yeah, I'm off for two weeks. So. He's going to ruin it, but I, I, I think we'll go back on trying. I don't think we'll complete the game. Maybe Treasy will. He, he likes doing that kind of thing, but I'm not that much of a sadist. I'll I'll get as much as I can. I think. Oh, we could do it, guys. I didn't make that uh, picture photoshopped for no reason. Right? <laughs> it's going to happen. Have some faith. But yeah, so that's Payday 2. I'm sure we'll be talking about that again in coming weeks, see if it gets any better. It won't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's go on to... Uh, oh, Jack, you've got another game here. Clicker Heroes. Oh, yeah. You have been back on Clicker Heroes. Wait, why? Um, <laughs> Be- because it's a game I don't have to pay attention to. I literally turn my Xbox on and it plays for me. Got but um, over the past couple of weeks, I've, well, over the past week or so, I've gone from taking, I think it's like two hours to get up to Wave 100. It's now taken me about 15 minutes to get up to uh, Wave 600 again, which is cool. And that's after transcending once, which is great because it means I can upgrade my ancients as much as possible. Um, there's no le- level cap on those anymore, which is pretty cool. Uh, but that's that's all clicker heroes. It's uh, you, nothing else to talk to you sound like you actually enjoy it. Uh, don't enjoy it too much. Um, Liar. It's <laughs> it's, it's kind of it appeals to my nature a bit. I'm kind of sitting there watching the screen. I'm like, ah, oh, just wait until I can buy another ten things, and then I'll buy another ten things or whatever. Then it's uh, well, I might as well buy wait and buy another 20 it's just that that one more um appeal factor but i've i turned it on a few times since a, a couple of weeks ago when we spoke about it i think i got to about i, I can if i kind of push and grind a bit i can get to about wave 550 i think it was a level or whatever it is but then like really i can do the first 200 in like five minutes it's really quick and then after that it just gets really grindy and i just I don't think I can, I can be bothered with it anymore. Okay. I, I spent real money on it again. <laughs> and I'm just like, keep I'm not getting you, man. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> All right, let's go on to site news. So this week we posted a little roundup of uh, some stats from Alphabet Challenge. I'm not going to go through Mark. He's quite a few stats we went through. Listed like the the most earned achievement for every letter. Uh, how many had done it? There was surprisingly. Um, 52.25% of people who entered actually completed it, which is pretty uh-huh. decent going. That's uh, impressive, really. There was, uh, out of them all, I think there was only 260 who didn't even, you know, who did A and that didn't get any further than that. So, but uh, did who did it? You you completed it, Treasy, didn't you? Certainly did. Did you do it, Will? Yeah, I did. So Will did it, uh, I did it. Did you do it, Jack? I signed up, Dave. So you were the one of the A's. You were the, the, no, A-er. I, did, I didn't even get to A. I didn't even get A. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I had a uh, non-busy four weeks of gaming. All right. But well, I can yeah, always this. Just massage for data base a little bit <laughs> and uh, tweak it. No. There's some interesting stats. Most unlocks, most games and things. It's, it's a, an interesting little read. I'll link to that. Just a reminder for people as well, Bean Dive has started, as we've already spoke about, you have uh, a couple of days left to uh, start your dive. You don't have to finish it. You can start it before 
the end time of like midnight on the 9th of July and then just add games at your own leisure afterwards so join up see how far we get I don't, I don't know how many total we're at now but we were did we say it was 40,000 was the record I think last we looked we're at about 16 or something like 16, that 16 okay so still a long way to go but I know people right we're at 19 now 19 but people kind of do hundreds at the weekend don't they people dived all their games last year so nothing's died yeah. this year yeah it's crazy the number of the, some of the numbers on there are just like crazy like have a fit and throw his Xbox out the window if you drop that much of it <laughs> Normal news. So the big story this week, like a, a community thing, mm-hmm. we have a new leader for Gamerscore. Obviously, it's been Stallion eighty three since like I remember being interested in Gamerscore. Uh, Eleven years, according to his Xbox profile, which he hasn't updated yet. <laughs> so I know he, he joined the site. We had, we had a look. He joined the site on July twenty first, two thousand eight. So that was really early on in the site's life, um, and he's been pretty, he's been sort of like the top. For gamer score ever since then there's been a, a few crazy cheaters who've come in and maybe they've been on the leaderboards for a day and then been removed but he's been the only le- legit number one obviously the the only person who was kind of a real challenger to him was smirnov um he's always been kind of just under and never got quite close enough and then i, I don't know if it was aimed at or it was a coincidence so yeah stallion got married so he's taken like a, a some time off to get married and honeymoon and all that kind of thing and obviously the planning in advance uh smirnov had uh five days off and he kind of smashed it i think he did something like twenty five thousand game score in like that five days so we, we have a leader it's kind of narrowed already since uh he went number one i think it's down to a couple of thousand now yeah. but i think it's interesting just to have a new leader for a change yeah. Something have a competitive position on the on the score. See, Stallion could have been uh, smart about this. He could have invited Smirnov to his wedding to yeah. uh, <laughs> make, make sure he couldn't game. <laughs> it's quite interesting. So we we did like a little bit of uh, stats comparing them, uh-huh. and the crazy thing is for me, like uh, both of them, like they've started both of them two thousand four hundred ish games. Um, and both of them are like around the seventies completion, if you include all DLC, which is pretty mental. Like to to have that much score and consistently score, and mm. you know actually complete games and try and earn as much as you can without. You know, I, I always would have assumed they'd have gone like, oh, this game's five hundred in twenty minutes and then twenty hours for the other. Yeah. Whereas they haven't. They look like they're actually playing. And I know. Uh, Smirnov like prides himself on having the most completed games, and if you look at some of the games he's played, there's like Diablo three and things like that. You know that are like a yeah, they're tough completions. So I'm yeah, just looking at their scores again. You were saying it was narrowing. It's yeah. like 1.2k difference between them again now, which is insane. But it oh, looks I, like Stalin is uh, looking to take it back. Makes me wonder if, um, like, uh, from Smirnoff, like I've always noticed, he kind of played the more not gamer scorey type games. So you never know; he might have twenty thousand in ACA Neo Geo titles ready to blast yeah, this well, weekend. Or he posted a vlog when he uh, overtook it, and he was saying that it was he just had a long weekend and he had a couple of games on the backlog that were easy completions that he rattled through. So who knows? He might have way more on the backlog. But I think he said in that blog that he, he didn't expect to keep it for long. No. Okay. 
No, well, I think they're in totally different situations, aren't they? Because I think Stallion, he plays games. That's his his life um, blood, isn't it? It's yeah, Stallion has to take that back. Like, if he doesn't get that back now, you know what I mean? He's going to have to hand over that record, hand over all those sponsorship sponsorship deals. You know yeah, what I mean? They strip him of his like Xbox Live membership. It's it's a bit because they they have they do have obviously have very different kind of ways of going about it, either right or wrong. Stallion kind of publicizes it a lot more than he. And he's like he's into streaming and all that kind of thing. And as uh, I don't know his situation, but I gather that's kind of his thing now. That's his job, like yeah, streaming and being like an ambassador for the brand. That's, that's the kind of beauty of it, isn't it? Because he can earn the gamer score while he's streaming and while he's yeah like working. And obviously, uh, Smirnoff, like you said, he's, he's married, he's got kids, he's got a full-time job and things. So, different situations. But mm-hmm. interesting to see how long it lasts for. It's been a, like get, coming on for a week now. Will it last a week? Is there some surprises? But it'd be interesting if they can kind of keep swapping and moving around and see if it remains close or if Stallion goes, right, I shouldn't have slacked off for a while. I'm going to get 100,000 in front or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but John, did, when did but, he get married? Uh, it was like a, a few weeks ago. I don't think it was straight away. Like, I don't think it was this weekend he was away. But because I, I, be... I had a look at his achievements to see, like if there was a big two-week break or anything, and it was only one day he actually didn't earn an achievement. <laughs> okay. You'd think your honeymoon would typically be like a fortnight, you know, out of the country or something. So <laughs> I think it was like June, maybe June fifteenth or something like that. He didn't earn an achievement, but since then, up to now, he's earned an achievement every day. And obviously decent amounts and quite a few before that as well. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of break he had from actually achieving. Mm. But Smirnoff's definitely had that planned out. And he, you can't just say, oh, I had, a, I had 25k just to rattle off over the weekend. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, I've got you now. You mind? <laughs> That's just so casual. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be interesting to see where it goes. Um We've got some stats, some graphs and things I'll link to it. You can have a look. And obviously, can congratulate Smirnov on his getting to first place. Yeah, yeah the graph's it. pretty interesting as well, isn't it? It shows you that kind of back in uh, July 2012, they were pretty close again. They're kind yeah. of a couple of couple of thousand games score off each other, kind of 10k off, which is mental. There was a massive dip down. 2014 to 2016 and it picked up again they've been uh... but he's, he's been like the leader of TA which is obviously the most important score yeah uh, since like March last year I think Rich said so he's got his, his ratio is a bit better yeah um, and another thing that surprised me uh, when I was looking at kind of because when I did the story I was kind of trying to find you know dates and things for when things happen like hitting a million and stuff Mm-hmm. And uh, Stallion on Twitter mentioned, I think it might have just been like a few days before he got overtook, that he was the first person to get half a million gamer score on the Xbox One, which just shows how crazy it was. I mean, it took him all that time to get a million playing 360 games and XBLA and some Xbox One as well. And then to say there's already half a million that you can earn on the Xbox One just shows how the ID games and having a thousand gamer score and the number of them. Has kind of changed things up. It'd be interesting to take all of the ID games and uh, if kind of scale the achievements back down to two hundred and see how it affected it. Yeah. Don't know how many ID. Well, I was saying that there are what well, was 
500 IE games, wasn't it? So yeah, probably more than that now. They must be about 550 or something now. Hmm. It's like I've, I've been dived 10 games and probably seven of them are a thousand gamer scoring like three, four hours hmm. at most. Some of them even less. So it, it is a lot easier to fly up the score now. All right, let's move on. Uh, quite interesting. We did this one yesterday. If you're a, a fan of Halo, uh, they announced that all of the previous games that aren't already back compat will be coming back compat with all the DLC will be free. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be uh, Halo 4, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, Halo 3, and Halo 3 ODST. It's nice. not crazy in myself, but I might, I've still got yeah. Halo 3 that with like five achievements if, if there's more people playing it and hopefully because I tried it on the 360 a bit ago and there wasn't even a game going when I tried it might have been some network thing but that's pretty cool um, all the DLC is actually already free at this point which is um, yeah. so yeah you can go and download it right now if you uh, haven't already um, and I think Halo Wars 2 the DLC on that seems to have gone free as well don't know if that is just an offer or like a timed thing. I'm um, all part of this deal as well. <laughs> It'll be cool to see all the games being back compatible. Yeah, interesting. Uh, you can only presume it. then as well they'll go into like the Game Pass thing and stuff. Like have yeah. all the flagship Halos and Games Pass. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, that'd be a big thing for them. If I could say that. I just want to see how that 4K update looks like when I get the One X. Uh, for Halo Five. Yeah, that's gonna look amazing. Ooh. Yeah, it's a nice looking game. We we still I've still Treasy, you've got Halo Five, yeah? Yeah, I've not started it yet though. It's not uh, a good game. I got through it on the co op. Me and Jack kinda did for ten minutes and then <laughs> left it alone and went playing something else. Well, I think we played it uh Rich played it with us, didn't he? Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Explains. For an evening. <laughs> Rich has probably never touched it. Yeah. So. That's still one I've got to tidy up, so if you want to hop on at some point, let me know. Call of Duty World War II. Uh, the directors of the game shared some multiplayer and campaign details. I'm not going to go through it all. There's uh, a bit there. If you're interested in the game, I'll link to it. I'm excited for this one. First Call of Duty since, I don't know, World a while, World a long while that I'm looking forward to. You aren't skeptical? I'm, I'm a smidget skeptical. Why? I don't know, man. I just... Like, the same thing happened with Battlefield, even though it's a whole different monster. It's just one of those things where, uh, I don't know, I guess progression is the key, but at the same time, you're trying to give the fans what you want. So, I I, I don't know. Like, Battlefield 1, even though it's cinematically great, it didn't, it didn't give me that nostalgia feel. Like, if I was playing Modern Warfare 2 or any of the older games in general that boots to ground action, so... I, maybe it just didn't do it for me, and that's why I'm a little skeptical. Okay. I'm definitely interested to find out more. See, uh, for me, it reminds me of World of War, and World of War was a game that I loved back in the day. I used to love playing the multiplayer on it. Yeah, that's so I think Crossing does um, that, like captivates. It, it's almost that. like, in a sense, I describe it as a. Obviously, I haven't played it or um, seen much footage of it and stuff, but almost a poor man's Battlefield one. It's kind of like Battlefield one when. <laughs> into the past and this has suddenly got into the past as well but it's way more accessible than um, Battlefield 1 
because it'll just kind of be the standard Call of Duty mechanics and stuff like that. There's not kind of well, it depends. I suppose it depends. It could they could add like weapon customization and all that jazz into it. As long as I'm not trying to shoot somebody who can run on walls, I'm content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) True. Uh, Rocket League. uh, It's its second birthday. I think it came a couple of days ago. Wednesday was it? The uh, anniversary update dropped. Yep. Uh, loads of stuff in there. I'll link to it. You see what you are getting in the update itself. But uh, the main thing for us is six new achievements. As far as I can tell, I had a look. There's going to be one that might take a little bit of time. That's the you need 30 goals or assists, so it's not going to take that long. But it has to actually be in online multiplayer. You can't just like play against a bot or no bot even on your own and just do it dead quick. And then the other ones are pretty simple, playing on a simple like a, a map. Mm-hmm. And then doing some sharing kind of things and upgrading items. So pretty simple, but you, you'll need somebody who's got the game as a friend or a, a session to get it done. But I'll jump on that, probably get that done this week kind of thing. If you're around, Jack, you can do your trading with me. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 is on its way. Will's obviously excited after what he said earlier. I wrote the article uh, too, so... <laughs> it's coming on July the 11th. Uh, the like the, the release trailer dropped yesterday, so if you want to have a check of that. Uh, on our, we've got a trailer, a trailers channel for, on YouTube, so when we get assets to upload, we, we put all our trailers on there. And Minecraft story mode is by far... There was that and a random Dirt 4 video are by far the most watched videos on that channel. So I think it's a pretty popular game. Nice. And they've they've got all like the YouTube creators and things happening in it. And then last thing for this week, uh, just mainly because it a it's a bargain, an absolute steal of a price, and b because it's obviously the playlist game. But um, Shadow of Mordor got an update this week. The update is basically going to use the Nemesis system. So if you've got like a, a particular Nemesis who's killed you a lot in the game, you can go back to Shadow of Mordor. And I think it's called Forge. You go to this new menu and you can then use that nemesis or one of the alloy, allies. If you took a, one of the baddies over and then use them a lot, you can upload them to Shadow of War when it releases later this year and they'll be in that game. Pretty cool feature, a nice update for a game that's a few years old. But then to push that, they've also done a thing where you're going to get... It's on sale at the moment for $4.00. Or four pound eighty for us for the game of the year edition, mm. which is an, an absolute steal for that game. Like a, I can't believe. It. And then there's a, a free trial as well uh, that you can give it a go just to get them nemesis and things in the game. But definitely recommend joining if you haven't played it. I'm sure everybody's got four pound eighty kicking around somewhere in the back of the city or something. Get it bought and joining playlist. You should buy it, Treasy. Yeah, it's a bargain. That I might, I might check it out. That sounds very not convincing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll check yeah. it out. I can't lie, man. I'm not interested. <laughs> if it was um, another DLC pack or another way to buy all of Payday 2 again, <laughs> it'd be all, then you'd all, be all over it. Right. Yeah, and everybody would have to buy it, but when it's just a game and it's on, uh, I love it. Yeah, it's because it includes all the DLC. He doesn't want it. He wants to buy the version. Yeah. It includes oh, some that's of the why. DLC. Damn it, yeah, if it came in, Came in after DLC, he'd be all over it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get last of that now. <laughs> no, never. Where's my refund? 
All right, let's move on to. Oh, well, there was no back compat news. No, well, it was Halo, uh, Halo stuff, yeah. But... Yeah, well, we didn't get any new games, sadly, this week. Uh, let's move on to our questions, starting with our question of the. Oh, oh. everybody ducking hard. Oh, oh shizzle. For you. If you're listening now, we're going to be giving away a code for Everspace, which is a game that exited the game preview program. Uh, wow, it's a roguelite shooter. I have a first impressions that's up on the channel if you'd like to see. And it's really interesting because of the fact that it's just catching resources. And it's an odd story. But if you're into like that space type genre, almost feeling in like you control it aerial combat, this is a game for you. All right. So. Be fast. Type this as best as you can. The code <laughs> is W-Y-Y-J-K-F-P-J-K-W-4-X-D-W-2-Q-K-Y-K-R-9-P-9-Y-Z. Grab it, grab it, grab it, and hopefully you'll be the owner of this awesome game. Do you know what? Reading these out, doesn't it make you wish that we had, like, PlayStation-length codes? Oh, hell no. <laughs> they're well shot. I think yeah. they're like three blocks instead of five. Yeah, imagine like that, two two character codes. They'd be dead yeah. easy to guess, wouldn't they? Code is 12. There you go. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back. Questions. Question of the week is from Andrew King on Twitter. Um, he asked, uh, I have six achievements with a 1.0 TA ratio which Xbox says are rare. How many are there in total like that? And what is your lowest? Mm. Right. Uh, so we looked at all of the achievements that aren't unobtainable or discontinued. Um, so we've ignored the discontinued stuff for the moment. Uh, anything with a TA ratio of one and a rarity percentage of less than 10. Um, and we came back with a list of 34 different achievements. Uh, about 10 or 9 of those are in a game that was never actually released so they can be ignored too so they've actually got 25 um, and uh, some of them sit in a couple of them are in apps uh, one of them is a Spanish app Vivo Play uh, two of them are in Tani Masaki's Golfer Size what a shame uh, some of them are in the Pac-Man Championship Edition DX Toshiba Windows 8 version, which was a specific version that you could only get. It came pre-installed on Toshiba uh, devices, and there was no way to download it outside of that, I don't think, um, which is why that one's quite rare. A couple of other PC games, Miss Explosion Man, Blast Blue Calamity Trigger, then some... Windows Phone game, I Bomber Defense, and then a couple of 360 games. Got Loco Cycle, Jet Car Stunts, Goosebumps, all with uh, an achievement that sits at that ratio and below that rarity percentage. So, a weird mix, actually. Oh, I don't think I've got any of those either. Okay, thanks for that, Andrew King. Will uh, I'll get in touch with you on Twitter and you can have a look through the list of games and grab yourself on. Thank you for that. Uh, Rich answered this one on Twitter already, but I thought we'd just address it in case anybody's interested. NBA Kirkland, he wanted to know, what would you have to do to fix the unobtainable achievements in the TA app lost when snap mode was lost? Does having unobs in the app bother you? Um, So he didn't answer the bother bit, but of course it does. We don't want to be 
the, the site that moans about unobtainables and have unobtainables in our own app. Um, but Rich, she's actually said on Twitter it's going to be sorted next week. We've got to go through Microsoft. So if how long that that will take that process, but we'll do our bit to kind of change the mm-hmm. what's required of next week, and then hopefully soon people should be. Out. How many is there? Was there a couple? Uh, yeah, a couple because there was earn a challenge while you had the solution snap, earn an achievement yeah. while you had the solution snap and snap the app. So I think there were three yeah, okay. or potentially four in total. All right, I'm sure we'll come up with some interesting things to do. It maybe add some DLC to it. Oh, will it be a bundle that you have to get the other DLC later? Like we're going to do it with payday or no? It, <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be so, a special one for Teresa. <laughs> look, look at all but two of the uh, Payday 2 DLC packs or something like that. Leave me alone. Bullying. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, next one is uh, quite a long one. Uh, sent over through Twitter. You know it's long when he, you kind of had to paste it as a picture. It's an image, yeah. I've not um, seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have multiple Xbox One consoles. I install all my games to an external drive that way i can take my external drive with me to work the living room or the den so obviously use it on multiple different xboxes makes sense so far yeah at work that's that pretty donate some to me keep going yeah. um after i after i get an xbox one x in my collection and connect to the external drive is i'm gonna i'm told it will patch compatible games with the 4k assets yep that's what we've been told mm-hmm. uh, now what happens when i reconnect my Xbox One, or my One S, God, this guy's got a lot of Xboxes. Jesus. Has it replaced the HD assets with 4K ones, or does it now have both? So, um, I don't think Microsoft have, like, given a definitive answer. I'm assuming it's going to load both. Really? I thought you it was know, just I, one No, I, I can't imagine... Because they must have thought of that situation where people aren't going to get rid of their Xbox One. And just put it in another room or something. They've That's said it'll only download the 4K textures if it needs them, but I imagine not. Yeah, but every... he's going to have needed it on his external hard drive. Yeah, like if he's I bouncing ma- back and forth. To be honest, I imagine be... not every texture. Like, I imagine there will be textures in the game that still are less than 4K in res, and they're just going to focus on actually getting the stuff that you can visually see, and it's going to make a difference up to 4K. But if it just downloads the 4K textures you need for that, then I imagine it just exist as data but the other console would just realize ah it's 4k i can't use that i'm gonna load for 1080p ones that are on there instead so i don't think it'd do a full-on replacement of the existing files to 4k ones i think they'd just sit side by side if you go what i mean yeah that's what i presume to be honest that's all speculation we won't really know until it comes out but um one solution for them though just get multiple xbox one x's yeah, get rid of yeah. your Xbox at work and at home and the den. <laughs> you have an Xbox and the S. I gotta figure that out. I've got an Xbox at work. I've got oh, well, two Xboxes at work. You have a different situation. <laughs> how, many, how many have you got at work, Jack? Uh, we've got two. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I'm the odd man out. I'm just gonna see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, so th- this is quite an interesting one. It gives you. A, chance to think about uh, the achievements and trophies and steam achievements and how you implement them uh, is set as a task rather than a question imagine you are in charge of nintendo mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to sort of like cut it down a bit. Shall. So imagine you're in, to- in charge of Nintendo and you're going to implement an achievement system from the ground up. Yep. What would so which ex- which existing Xbox concepts would you move over to Nintendo? What would be changed, or would you even implement a completely new achievement engine? Um, well, one that came straight to mind was I would have working achievement trackers for for every title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For the collectible, like so if, if there's progress, it has to have a working achievement. Yeah, track. definitely, because that's that's annoying. Okay. And if if it doesn't have a working achievement track for fail certification, it's back to a drawing board. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd probably just pick away all the stuff that that Microsoft doesn't do well with their achievements. Well, not necessarily Microsoft specifically, but like developers as well with unobtainables that, in my mind, should just be as easy to flick a switch or send a quick patch out to fix it up so obviously so think, eliminate them probably. Do you think there should be better, more repercussions for unobtainable? So if there's an unobtainable the game gets taken off the marketplace <laughs> instantly <laughs> and the developer has to fix it before they can earn any revenue their accounts get frozen They should, they should refund a, a, a fraction of the amount if the one, if one ob- achievement's <laughs> unobtainable out of the ten you should get like a pound back if you paid a tenner for the game <laughs> Okay <laughs> You have to send off a little token, an unobtainable achievement thing that comes in the game box. Nintendo Switch credit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so, would you bring a um, the score over as well? Do you think the score is important? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so you got the score, and would you actually keep them as achievements? So, in my mind, I was thinking Nintendo. In a couple of their games, they've had like stamps and stickers or whatever stuff like that you could have like stamps you could earn instead that were kind of the equivalent of achievements that gets it away from the achievement name but still feels like an achievement if that makes sense it makes it it could potentially fit more with brand being like a little bit kind of family orientated kind of collecting stickers or stamps or whatever okay well anything you don't agree with or something you change um, I think the first things first is I would kind of because you know Nintendo is very casual and family oriented. I'd le if I'm introducing a trophy system or achievement system or whatever they would call it. Um, I would leave the option to if you make like your account that if you want to be a part of that or not because there's some people who are just extra casual and I understand that like. We're going to have my nieces and nephews, and they're going to be playing it. They're not going to give a damn about the achievements or trophies. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd leave that as an option. I opt in, opt out type thing. Uh, if I'm bringing things, I'm going to definitely take copies. I'm going to carbon copy pretty much and make a, ba- a baby of the Xbox achievements and the PlayStation achievements. Because I like the idea of trophies, um, like how they do the Platinums and so on and so forth. They may not be for everybody. But, like, if you switched it and made, like, Nintendo-themed trophies or something like that, like, you get a trophy with, like, a Mario hat or the, the main character or something like that, that's uh, something you can that's, showcase, that'd be pretty that's cool. A, a cool point you made, actually. I don't think Xbox make enough of, like, a game completion. It'd be great if you got something... Kind of almost, yeah, so, so you could kind of display, like, oh, I finished this game or whatever, or, like, a special, almost achievement that isn't an achievement. Yeah. Finishing it, like the Platinum. 
well, I'm usually the crazy person. Like I said, like a couple podcasts back, like something tangible, even if it's just a sticker or something yeah. like that. That'd be pretty cool. You know how they like the amiibos and stuff like that or something. I'm not saying make an amiibo, but just something physical. Kids like that. And I, I mean, adults probably wouldn't care for it, but it's it's pretty cool to show off, I think. And I guess the main thing I'd want to do is fix the online because that's for sure not even worth it at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. It works fine for some games, but like eventually when you start paying for it, like I don't think I would want to play to pay Mario Kart online, especially when the Wii U had it for free. So fix the online make something more worthwhile because they have they're trying to do the whole what is it almost like the xbox live thing where they give out the games with gold but it's not really a give out it's almost like a trial for a month and then it switches out it's 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 a weird process it's it's something along those lines you can correct me if i'm wrong and i think the main thing i'd want to do is give if i'm doing like these achievements almost add not like the tiers or something like that but uh you know just I'd give it, like, a grouping of it. Like, just like how we have the ratios where we have... Well, we pretty much, like, we can layer, like, easy, medium, hard. So that way, if somebody only is casual and they, maybe they want the easy achievements, they bunch those up together and then they get a small trophy. They want to get the ones that are okay. They're going to require some time. There goes a cut bundle for that one. And then if they choose to, they get the hard ones. They can get all this and whatever. Like, say they're playing Mario, Super, whatever, the Odyssey crap. They get the little trophy with an actual hat because that's the whole theme of it. So, I don't know. I'm thinking a little bit too much into it. All I know is that if I do achievements or something like that, and I was in control of that, I'm making sure that they add up multiples of five. Because if it's not, I'm not doing it. I want no damn freaking trophy that's a one or six. No, just don't do that to me. Oh, wow. Multiples of five or nothing. Yeah, go home. Okay. I think Xbox do it well with having the 1,000 gamer score and the kind of usual 50 achievements, but at least a good number of achievements you can't have like a game with one or whatever that just devalues the system I'd probably do like a you've said all the ideas I thought I'd definitely have a number like a, I don't know a thousand I think that encourages people more than just a trophy or like Steam just like nothing just like I'd definitely do what Treasy said like the unobtainable the only thing is if a company went out of business like how would you force them to fix it but maybe just say like if any no achievements that require like online servers or leaderboards or things like that. And if maybe, you if your game best. patch breaks something, you have to do another patch to fix it or something. If like that. achievement is broken, then they're allowed to just remove it if they want and adjust the scores and values of the other stuff. And if an online server goes down, then either they retroactively award for people that can't get it any or award it for people that can't get it anymore, or you wouldn't want to remove it from the people that have already worked for it, would you? But but I, I don't think we're, we're thinking out the box enough for Nintendo. You know, if they did it, it'd be wacky, completely wacky. Yeah, you'd probably have some kind of like pedometer. And you'd, <laughs> you'd have, have to, to go, go, have to go outside to get it and stuff or something. Yeah, and a Pokeball. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so pretty much the Xbox with a few little bits we like from other places, I guess, is the overall yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's it for questions. Jack, new achievement. Yeah, a couple of new achievement lists. We've had uh, Marvel Heroes Omega, which Will spoke about earlier, with 35 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. Had a new ACA Neo Geo title hit. And Polestar, with 12 achievements. Uh, we had Goliath hit, with 41 achievements. Unbox Newbie's Adventure, with 15 achievements. 
and we've had two new DLC packs as well. Uh, we had the title update, the anniversary update in Rocket League with six achievements for 250 game score, and the depths achievement in Little Nightmare with three achievements for 400 game score. That's not a bad idea. Three for 400, I'd take that. Three for 400. Even if you had to buy the DLC separately from (laughs) the past that I just bought all the DLC. Damn. Yeah, all the payday (laughs) stuff's like... (laughs) All the payday stuff's like 20 game score, isn't it? It's mad. Yeah. (laughs) Per pack. We haven't even got half of it. That was still good value for (laughs) you. Let's have a quick look at new releases. So today we have that DLC uh, Jack just spoke about. Uh, the depths in Little Nightmares. Uh, we've got a review coming in that one soon. Uh, you got Moto GP 17 in uh, the US. It's already been out here, I think, a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Black the Fall. That's where this is Tuesday next week. Black the Fall, mm-hmm. uh, a puzzle game. Vostok Inc. Uh, action adventure. I'm guessing these are all going to be IDs, to be honest. Uh, Fable Fortune, which is the card and board game. That, so this is um, the... They saw Gwent and thought, hang on, there's a gap in the well, market the, here. They used to work for... As far as I'm aware, I think the story was they worked for... What was the people who made Fable called? Lionhead. Yeah, they worked for Lionhead. And then when the studio got shut down, this was like a side project that they were working ah, on okay. with they were Lionhead. On. Nice. Yeah, so then they kind of went to uh, Microsoft and asked could they kind of... Could, you know, licensed Fable or whatever, and they they got it, but then they had to kickstart it and things, and yeah, it's coming now. But yeah, Gwent with Fable, I think. Um, but from what I've seen of it, it's got like you know some of the little bits of charm, like the English charm that's in Fable and things. Mm-hmm. I think so. So it looks good. All right, uh, Minecraft Story Mode Season Two Episode One. Uh, that's coming to Windows Ten and Xbox One. I take it they're not doing a three sixty version this time. The video has like tag at the end of it with the 360 thing, so it's uh, I don't know, it's up in the air at the moment. Possible. Okay, possible. And then uh, Wednesday, uh, Iron Cryptide. No idea again. I'm guessing that's going to be ID. Do you mean Iron uh, Cryptical? Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> should, should have should have normal English words. <laughs> and and then Friday next week we've got Cars Three Driven to Win. Yep. On the 360 and Xbox One. Uh, serial cleaner mm-hmm. and dead core. Anything you boys fancy there picking up? Ooh, cars free Xbox 360. <laughs> I jump straight into the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess trees is no unless they're on sale in five years. <laughs> I'm gonna have a look at prices for the rest of that Fairday too, DLC. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can afford anything else. I might, I might as well take a shot at myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no, there's no for me this week. <laughs> Anything there for you, Will? Minecraft, probably. I'm a nerd. I need to stop with Telltale. I'm a little bit of their, like, B, so. I'm going I'm to buy it. I, I always get, are you, you going to season pass it? Yeah, I always end up doing it. I regret it every time, too, because it always gets <laughs> up on sale, but... See, it's not just me, Jack. It's not just me. It's a thing that happens. It's an addiction. <laughs> No, but you buy it, then it's literally on sale for the whole season, like a week later. I know, it's going to annoy. Before play all the away. episodes are out. Yeah, it's like straight away, before the, the epi- all the episodes are out, it's on sale. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to do the season pass and then extend the season again? I hope not. Yeah, absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's, that's so ass. That's terrible. Because I bought the extension too, and I was like, fuck. 
fudge. It's a nice little money maker yeah. for them, Ed. Yeah, they're, they're, they're enjoying the Microsoft money. It's the money, it's money. <laughs> uh, Jack, anything for you? Uh, no, I don't think so. No Fable Fortune? No Serial mm. Cleaner? Not really a card game uh, guy. I'm sure we'll uh, get to play some of them, though, like in the next week anyway, with them being yeah. ID. Yeah, I imagine. All right, so that's it for this show. It's probably dragged on us again a bit because uh, Rich isn't here to kick us up the bums and speed us up like he normally does. But he'll be back next week. So thank you, uh, Will and Treasy, for joining us again. Uh, I think we're without Jack next week. Are you away now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I won't so, be here next maybe, week. Maybe you're both back again next week. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, but thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Catch you later. See ya.